Our whole life purpose is about, you know, sharing with others, serving others. So how can you serve others? And you have to first feed yourself, serve yourself before you're capable and able to help others, right? Um, Mother Teresa said, you have two hands, one to feed yourself, one to feed the others. And I believe that's so true with, with so many things. You know, you can't motivate and inspire other people if you can't do that yourself. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. You guys, thank you so much for being here and being a part of this podcast. It's always so great to drop a podcast almost every single week with amazing guests and just different information that is out there and inspiration, motivation. I am a huge believer that we need to constantly be fueling ourselves with knowledge and that we use that knowledge to better ourselves and to take action in our lives, to be the best person, the best hairstylist, the best salon owner, best leader, whatever your title is. It's always about how we can grow and how we can better ourselves. There's been something on my mind lately and I want to talk about it. And the topic today is about managing expectations. Now, I don't know where you're at in life, but sometimes there is so much going on, we can feel like life is just very heavy, right? Do you ever feel like things are just either out of control, right? Even though we say there's a method to the madness, it's Uh, chaotic organization, we easily can get overwhelmed. We easily can feel like we are too busy. And sometimes all of those emotions start to paint this big collage that seems like it's too difficult to gain control. And then we almost look at that big picture as if we're inadequate or we're not capable of achieving more or having more on our plate. And I want to talk about ways that we can manage that expectation because the first most important person that we need to manage that expectation with is ourselves. We are our worst critics and oftentimes we are the one who is standing in our own way from moving forward 
and from being our best selves. There is so much pressure, I find, in the world of painting the beautiful picture of social media, right? We can scroll through social media. If you're like me, you're always scrolling. And we see all these people just killing it at doing reels. They're posting great content. Their pictures look great. They look great. Life seems amazing. And here we are trying to figure out what we want to post and we get stuck, right? We feel like we can't move forward because we're looking at everybody else and what they are doing. And that's when that imposter syndrome starts to kick in, where we're looking at what everybody else is doing. And in our minds, we're thinking, God, if I could just be more like them, or they have an upper hand because X, Y, Z, we can't help ourselves. It's human nature to look side by side of what is other people doing? And oftentimes we feel down about ourselves that we feel like we should be way ahead of the game um, in comparison to how old I am or how old I, how long I've been in the industry, right? We see all these young artists who are maybe platform artists or they've got 100,000 followers on Instagram or they have these online courses that are just doing amazing or so we think, Right? I think we all have baggage. We all have, you know, skeletons in the closet, issues, challenges. We're human. It is okay that we feel that way. We are not perfect and we will never be perfect. And we need to accept that reality now before it creates that analysis paralysis where we just cannot move forward in our life and do things because we are so stuck. All we are looking at is the issues of, well, it's probably too hard to create reels, or it seems too difficult to grow my book of business, right? We always are creating these excuses of why we're not doing something great. You know, I think that and I believe that we are capable of so much more, right? It's, it's the saying that says we, um, we underestimate what we can do in a year and we overestimate what we can do in a day. If your to-do list is anything like mine, you know, it, yes, it's satisfying when we can check that thing off or cross it off our list. Sometimes I'll even write it on the list so I can cross it off. <laughs> And I get so down on myself when I'm like, man, I didn't accomplish everything I wanted to do. You know, as a business owner, there's always going to be business that needs to get done. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means I'm always looking on ways to improve our business, make things things more of a well-oiled machine, right? And I think that we always have to look at challenges that arise or situations that are more difficult and think, okay, how can I make this better for next time? Or if this challenge challenge ever arises again, how am I going to handle it? It's important that we are taking out time, that we can really manage the expectations that we have for ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally. We are our worst critics. We're the ones who really magnify the heaviness that happens in our life. 
And I know that it's either unrealistic or difficult at times to be positive. It's difficult to be positive all the time. But I do believe that we need to live in a state of gratitude and just know that we've got to take this day by day. You know, so if you're working on a goal in your life, whether that's you're looking to lose weight or you want to launch a a course, you want to become an educator, you want to get really good at doing social media, it does take time. And I think that when we look at what other people are doing and they're doing amazing, we want that instant gratification, that satisfaction of like, yes, I'm doing it and I'm awesome and I'm perfect at it. That's just not going to happen. And you have to be okay with that. One step in front of the other. Otherwise, what happens is that you constantly just are thinking about it and you're never doing anything about it. And therefore, it just becomes a pipe dream. So I want to give, I want to encourage you, give yourself grace. I say that all the time, but it's so true. It's so true. Managing expectations should be something that is easier for us. And at least what's important is you need to become aware of that. So the second that you're scrolling on Instagram and you see that other people are doing amazing reels and you think to yourself, I want to do that. I think I can do that. I'm not for sure. Um, I'm scared. I have these fear of judgment. I want you to stop and, and stop yourself. And I want to challenge you and say, stop talking self, that self-doubt. I can do this. I can do this. You can figure out everything. I feel like, you know, I've spent a ton of money on coaches, yes, but there has been a lot, a lot of stuff. I have spent money that was wasted and I I should have just, you know, flushed it down the toilet. It was ridiculous. But you know what? I learned from that. We learn from our discoveries. We learn from our mistakes. It's not going to go well or perfect the very first time. You know, whether you are trying to launch a course, go on that diet, become an educator, mistakes will be made. And yeah, we all have those fears. We have fears of feeling judged. You don't think that I have that fear of being judged by doing this podcast? You know, I I tell myself it's more important to me that whoever is listening to this is inspired and feels motivated to to be the best version of themselves and go for their dreams, whatever that may be. Challenge themselves to grow and stretch themselves of, of the capabilities that God has given you. That's who I care about. And I know it's difficult to always focus on 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 your intentions, right? Like, why do you want to create these reels? Why do you want to become an educator, right? It's got to be more than just, you know, I want people to know who I am, right? Because who cares? (laughs) Who cares who knows who you are? What about the impact that you can make on people's lives, right? Maybe you want to create educational reels for your customers. How could that help them, right? I mean, if you're a hairstylist, think about the people that you encountered that they don't even know how to shampoo their hair right or brush their hair appropriately. Like these people need our help. <laughs> and you never know when um, a fun, silly video of yourself talking about 
proper ways to do makeup, brush your lashes, brush your hair, shampoo your hair. You never know who who's going to run by that and say, oh my God, that was like life-changing. You know, I know it sounds silly, but you have to focus on those who you are able to help when you're putting yourself out there. Really focus on, on your intentions of why you're doing it, right? Don't do it to please people or think because that's what everyone's doing. You know, I, I want you to pursue your dreams or your goals or challenges because it helps to move you that in turn can help other people, right? Our whole life purpose is about, you know, sharing with others, serving others, So how can you serve others? And you have to first feed yourself, serve yourself before you're capable and able to help others, right? Um, Mother Teresa said you have two hands, one to feed yourself, one to feed the others. And I believe that's so true with, with so many things. You know, you can't motivate and inspire other people if you can't do that yourself. And like I always say, it is hard. Every day, for myself at least, the second that I have this negative talk or self-doubt, I immediately flip the switch and I have to stop myself because I'm human and and those negative self-sabotaging conversations that are in my head, you know, it really can be very destructive. But the second that I'm self-aware of it, I say, no, I am capable. I can do this. I believe in myself. I am I am strong. And I can do this. And sometimes we just need to have that self-conversation to help manage that expectation, you know? And believe that it's important that we start with the end of mind and work backwards, right? Whether you want to launch a course, lose weight, start to do reels, the important thing is that you just get started. You know, I had a conversation with my um, my trainer who wants to get into social media and she's got these great pipe dreams and I say pipe dreams because she's not taking any action but she wants to do a membership and she wants to train people virtually and help more people and I think it's a beautiful idea however you know you don't have a social media handle (laughs) like you have to start somewhere you can't just you know have these offlandish dreams and do nothing with it and then you all then you're just complacent, you're stuck, and you're thinking, how come nothing's happening for me, right? You got to get to work. And so what if people look at your beginning stages and think, what is this person doing? Or they're, they're silly. People will judge. People, there will be haters. Guess what? Those haters can just line up. <laughs> they don't need to hear what you have to say. Maybe they do. But you know, if your, your your intentions are in the right place, that everything will fall into place for you. So make sure to do a physical, a emotional, and mental check with yourself. Give yourself grace and make sure that you are just taking small steps each day towards your goal, towards your dream, towards your vision, right? And if you catch yourself having these um, self-sabotaging sabotaging conversations or you start to feel imposter syndrome, 
Just remember, put up your blinders, don't look at what they're doing, and just focus on your vision and your goal for yourself and your life. So making sure that you are focusing on yourself first before you can focus on others is where you need to start with managing expectations. A few other areas that I really want to talk about as well with managing expectations is clients. I believe that this is such an amazing industry. It can be fun. It can be creative. It can be challenging. It also can be very draining. And so it's important that we are managing these expectations with our clients who sometimes can just suck the life out of us. And if we know who those clients are, they're red flags, they're the Karens, those are the clients that we really don't want in our chair. Now, there's enough clients to go around, and I believe that oftentimes there's a personality disconnection, right? One person might not be the right fit for you, but maybe for your team member. Um, But I really believe that it's important for us to set the tone, set the stage in that very first meeting. And if you have a full clientele and you don't have a whole lot of room to, you know, um, speak to new clients with this new dialogue, then I would challenge you that if you want to create a career that supports the life that you want to live, then it's important that you start to mold and shape your career as the artist, as the professional, and communicate that with your clients. You know, so such as if you want to put boundaries in place of, I am only taking, I'm only texting my clients for communication between this time and this time. Um, If you'd like an appointment, all appointments need to be rebooked at the time of their appointment. Maybe you want to only work on certain clients, like maybe you only want to do blonding services or hair extensions. It may take time to to really transform your business. But if you start with that end goal in mind and basically reverse engineer it, you can make that happen. But you need to make sure that you have the proper communication and dialogue prepared. And be prepared for some kickback too, where clients are like, oh, I don't like to text. I don't really want to rebook my appointment. Well, can't you just squeeze me in? You know, I love darker hair and I I just want to touch up. That's it. I'll leave with wet hair. (laughs) You will get people who push back, who are not happy with you growing your business or growing it in a way that fits your needs for your life or your lifestyle, your family. There will be people that push back and give you a difficult time about that and just be okay with that. You know, you're not going to be for everybody. And when you say no to the wrong clients, then you are going to make room for the right clients for your business. It's important that you are communicating with your clients exactly how you want to work. So maybe you want to inform your customers of how to prepare their hair or their skin when they arrive or what is your policies about showing up late or canceling most clients just don't know they're clueless and so we need to coach them how we want things done and if they don't like that then they're just not the right client for you so i i want to challenge you to think about who you do want to serve 
And what type of business do you want to create? What type of artist do you want to become? What type of services do you want to perform? And and how do you want your customers to behave? And it's really important that you write out a script if you need to. And just work on it every single day of communicating with your clients. And this goes for what type of information that you should be posting on your social media. Um, If you are doing marketing for your business, then what type of emails should be going out? What type of text marketing needs to go out? How can you inform your customers exactly how you want them to do business with you? The more crystal clear that we can get on the customers that we want to serve, the services that we want to perform, it needs to be so crystal clear and consistent that you will, law of attraction, you will bring those customers in to your chair or on the table for your business. And I want that for you because I believe that is what really creates great balance for your life. So if you want to work three days behind the chair, four days behind the chair in your business, that you absolutely can make that possible when you're working on the right clients, doing the right services, and then you will not feel as burnt out or drained. It's even important that we manage the expectations when it comes to services. You know, your clients do not know exactly what to expect from services or even products. So it's really important that we manage what that expectation is. I think everyone would agree that they know what they want to look like or how to feel like with their desired result, but they don't really know what service would be the right one for them. And so it's really important that we come from a, a perspective of education. You know, I anytime a client comes in and they say, I want highlights or I want balayage or this type of extension, I don't take it literally because they probably don't speak the same language as I do. And so I always work with pitchers during my consultations um, because I, I know that you know, what they've had in the past or from somebody else, they might have had different dialogue. So it's really important to manage that expectation of, you know, they keep on saying balayage or they want a chemical peel or whatever service they have in mind. We really need to talk about what is the results that you want? What do you want to feel like? How, what is the maintenance here that you're looking to go for? And really lead in a perfect, a professional setting of this is what I recommend in order for us to get that result. They usually don't care what that process is. They just know exactly this is what I want to feel like afterwards. You know, coming to the consultation with your clients to talk about what would the results be. And, you know, I think right now, especially when it comes with hair color um, and extensions, you know, people have these this vision in mind of what they're looking for, but I don't think they realize how much time and what the cost is that goes into that type of service. And so, you know, we've had clients that come in that have asked for a service that might have taken about seven hours and they were wanting to leave in an hour. And I don't know where they even came with that, but (laughs) from the get-go, it's really important that you are communicating and managing those, that expectation of the service and the products as well. You know, I know that we are product junkies. We love our, our products, um, for so many different reasons, 
but it's not magic beans and it's not going to give maybe instant results right away. It's important that they're educated on how much they need to use of it, how long until they can see those results and manage that expectation of what the product will do for them. And not to, you know, we always need to um, under promise and over deliver. So it's important that we're not um, over communicating of, of what this can do when it might not work out the very first time for them. So being realistic and transparent with your products and services, I believe is super important with managing that expectation for the client. Because if you miss that mark, this is when customers are not happy with their services, asking for refunds, redos, negative reviews. Uh, this is when <laughs> this is when bad things can happen. And guess what? In business and in this industry, we can't please everybody. And we just need to be okay with that. And I know that that's where a lot of the burnout can come from is when we are, you know, receiving negative feedback, you know, we kind of get to that point where like, gosh, do I suck at this? <laughs> like what's going on? But I believe that we really just need to put it in perspective, lead with education, lead with transparency, and that you are on the same page with your customer because you have good intentions of, I want to see you have great results. I want you to love what I'm doing for you today. Um, and so it's just really important that you get on the same page, eye level with your customers about that. Another area to manage the expectation is your team. You know, if you are a solo entrepreneur, this this might not necessarily pertain to you. However, you probably do have a team. You have an accountant. You have your attorney. Um, you have your sales rep for your products. You might have a, a mentor of a, or a coach. Those are your teammates. Um, in a salon environment or a booth run rental situation, you will have a team of people. Managing the expectation is with them as well is super important, such as what type of um, environment are we creating? Are we the type of team who actually works as a team? You know, like um, I've been in a salon before where if somebody was running behind and they needed a shampoo or a blow dry for a color client or just a customer in general, I can't tell you how many times in the back room with the group of people who were doing absolutely nothing but sitting down and just eating junk food would roll their eyes and humdrum, huff and puff about, fine, I'll do it. Or nobody would volunteer and jump up and do it. One, that is not a team at all. I don't know who's who would be leading a group like that, but I've seen it, I've witnessed it. And it is a terrible environment in my mind to be in. So what is that managing expectations? A team to me is, is I scratch your back, you scratch mine, and I'll do it just because you're a part of my team. And, you know, we need to work together for the common good and, and rise together. So it's really important that, you know, you, you're stepping up and helping your team. And even if you're not a leader, you can still lead by an example as a teammate. And when everybody else is is responding that way of, all right, I'm going to, you know, sweep up the floor or fold the towels, take out the trash. If you just make it a part of your culture, then I feel like everyone gets it. And the one person who's not doing it, you already know they're the weakest link. Maybe they're not the right fit for the team. 
Um, now the same is true if you have staff is that you need to lead by example and show them how you want your culture to be and what that would look like. In addition to how much time are you able to give your team to support them, whether that's education or one-on-one time, coaching, group outings, like managing those expectations. I know as a salon owner, I feel a lot of pressure of making sure that one, my team is well taken care of, but checking in on their happiness, checking in on their level of engagement, um, and to make sure that they are growing in their business and enjoying that growth as well. Uh, you know, as a leader, as a salon owner, that is our number one goal is to build people up and and watch them grow in your business. And so it's important that we manage that expectation on ourselves as a leader of how much time is this going to take that I need to be involved in my business. And then also communicating that with your staff as well. This is what I'm going to do. And you need to make sure that you follow through with that as well. And last but not least, managing expectations with your relationships. This could be your spouse, your friends, your family. It's important that we're creating boundaries in this area as well. I'm sure everybody is um, <laughs> has friends and family that are asking at the last minute, can you fit me in for my color? Can you fit me in with my for my haircut? Can you fit me in for lashes or makeup? You know, I know that our industry is very fun and a lot of our family and friends may think that we do this for a hobby because we have the cool job. But what they don't realize is that it's still time. And if they're not, if you're not charging them, if they're not paying you, then they might not respect you um, at a surface level as far as you being a professional, that this is your actual career. But we need to manage the expectation and we need to put a stop to that because that can really lead to burnout. That can really lead to feeling overwhelmed or drained because you're always giving your time, your talent and energy to everybody else. If you haven't carved out time for yourself, physically, emotionally and mentally, then how can you give your time for others? And I believe that it's important that we really set those strong boundaries of, you know, when when we're at home or we're on vacation or whatnot, that we really need to make sure that we're present in that time, you know, and then when we are at work, we need to be present in that moment there. And I know it's difficult to separate that, but being intentional and at least being self-aware is a great way to start with that. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Managing Expectations. I'd love to hear your feedback on this. If you like this podcast, make sure to leave a review. And if you'd like to connect reach out to me on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Jennifer Jade Alvarez. I would love to connect with you, find out where you're at in career. And if there's any podcast topics that you would love to hear, uh, feel free to message me and we might be able to do that in the future episode. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week.